Welcome to the scene. This is Screen Time. My name is David Chu, and I am a lover of film and pop culture. I am a theatre student here at UNE, and I'm collaborating with Belgrave Cinema and tuned to bring you this show. Screen Time is essentially a program where I review films that are showing in Belgrave and talk and discuss and opinionate. We are moving through January. 2024 feels like it's going by real fast already. At least for me. I'm sure fellow uni students are excited to get through this trimester. As for everyone else, I hope you are having a good day. Today is episode 9 for screen time and up on screen we have another animated film. This was by Disney the company that owns pretty much everything these days. I would be shocked if you didn't know Disney was Datney. This year, they have released 12 films for the box office. This film is their 8th highest grossing of the 12. It is still in theatres, so that may change. This movie is Wish. This film is directed by Chris Buck and Fawn Verasunthan. Chris Buck is mainly an animator. His history shows him being a part of animating movies such as Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Mulan, The Lion King, and Aladdin. He is also a director of Frozen. This man loves his Disney. Fawn Verasunthan is dabbling as an animator and artist. Animating roles such as Raya the Last Dragon and Despicable Me 2. Arting for Moana, Frozen and Pink Panther and Pals. This film is about a young woman named Asha who wants to become the apprentice to Magnifico, a very powerful sorcerer. Magnifico wanted power, and to use this power to help other people achieve their dreams. At least originally, I think. Magnifico is able to take dreams from people and turn them into orbs. Amaya is a kind and loving woman who becomes Magnifico's wife. They then create a kingdom called Rosas where people can come and give their wishes to Magnifico in the hopes of one day granting them. Asha discovers Magnifico doesn't grant most of the wishes and wants to do something about it. Sort of. Along for the ride is Asha's goat, Valentino. The main cast of this film are Ariana DeBose as Asha, Chris Pine as Magnifico, Alan Tudyk as Valentino, and Angelique Gabral as Amaya, and a fair few more, such as Asha's mother and grandpa, and six of Asha's friends. First, the world. Looking at the way the world was created, the style is watercolour, and the world is animated with CG. I'll admit that something felt off, and I'm not sure why even after watching the movie. After watching the movie, the world reminded me a lot of the Shrek style. I'm probably wrong about that, but my brain made that connection. 
The style simply was not for me. I think it was painted well. The problem is, in some areas, it felt really bland. While in other areas, it created a really good atmosphere. It felt like to me they were not even trying. At times. There were a few times while Asha was traversing inside the kingdom, when the general environment was, for me, noticeably bland, and was just lacking in detail, such as times outside the castle, or when Asha was with her friends. It was just strange, like it was not finished. There were some exceptions, and generally, they were in Magnifico's castle. Could have been a conscious choice to do that, but who knows. The only time when the environment felt alive were when Asha was making her wish, and when the environment was literally alive. When Asha was making her wish, the emotional climax, she was making her way to this important tree, which she had spent time with her dad. The tree was detailed, and the environment became cluttered and interesting. And when the environment came to life, it got more 3D in some parts and less in others. Trees and mushrooms were talking, so were animals. Yes, plural, not just the goat. They began playing and interacting with the environment. The mushrooms were a little weird, but I appreciate that. The scenes in this film were varying. Creative and varying. One example of a scene is when the wishing star comes to Asha, and Asha is attempting to hide it. As I mentioned before, there were singing animals and trees in another scene. But this scene has Valentino, our talking goat friend, in a room conducting a lot of singing and dancing chickens. The room that was originally just stone and looked kind of like storage became lit up in pink light, and then also appeared to have new ramps and platforms. Another scene was when Asha, Amaya, and her friends were singing slash thinking of a plan to deal with Magnifico. They were in a hideout for their introverted friend, looked like a cosy place, with tent-like structures under the normal stone room. The song that proceeded gave some instruments and a lot of shadow and light work, which was pretty impressive, especially if the shapes that created the shadows were accurate. But I have no clue. Outside of the songs, the scenes were mostly quite bland. As for the music, it was enjoyable. The music by Julia Michaelis and Benjamin Rice, two accomplished individuals for sure. I liked the duet between Asha and Magnifico the most, and I enjoyed the general score that played during the chase scene in the cart. While I did enjoy the music, I can also acknowledge, like everyone else, that the lyrics were not the best. The duet, at all cost, sung by Asha and Magnifico, was lovely. Their voices were great, the emotion was strong, and the atmosphere from the twirling orbs in the music was great. I would say this was one of the better songs in this film, if not the best. The lyrics, I feel, generally lacked something. Or perhaps were a little basic and messed with the structure. The music for the chase had a good build-up, varying tempo, and fit with the atmosphere of betrayal and excitement. It got a response from me. So what more could you want than a response? Hmm. The action helped, of course, but it was still good. The music when Magnifico was on top of his castle and had everyone restrained with vine-like magic was pretty awesome. And the song and score in this moment 
while maybe a little dumb, was pretty good for this scene, and was a good climax for the film. Tropes. In Wish, we have Dog is Dog, Broken Pedestal, and False Utopia. Dog is Dog is a simple and effective trope. The wishing star that comes to Asha is named Star. It is simple and short. It is a solid name. Good name for a kid or pet or star. I know a few people that would name their dog Dog. And I know there is at least one of you out there that would do something similar. I know one person named Star today as well. Personally, I find it funny when you name something that something or the literal opposite. My comedy is a little broken, but I know I'm not alone in it. Broken pedestal. When someone is viewed in a high, positive kind of light. When you think someone is amazing, just the best, and then it turns out they aren't, and are just the worst, or just like you. Everyone held Magnifico in high regard, both Asha and Amaya especially, to which they both realise soon that their king and husband is a smidge of an egomaniac and tyrant. That kind of thing can hurt. I'm mixed about how I should feel about how they portrayed the broken pedestal. At the end of the day, everyone is a person and probably shouldn't be putting people on pedestals. Especially if they're short, like how will they get down? Hmm. Having someone to look up to isn't bad, though you should probably be focusing on the why rather than the person. False Utopia. Hot take. Other than the slight depression, it was a utopia. Magnifico said it best. You don't even pay rent. This man didn't kidnap anyone. People chose to come to his island. They could leave whenever they wanted, and they didn't have to give him their wishes. There was food, free housing, and not many rules other than no magic, which was sort of fair enough. And he did make some wishes come true. He became a tyrant later. He wasn't the best king, but he wasn't the worst either. It could have been slightly portrayed better. The acting was fine. Singing was probably better. There were a lot of different characters. Ariana DeBose as Asha was pretty good. Emotion was solid. And singing was beautiful. Got all the good tones. Chris Pine as Magnifico was Magnifico. Chaotic. The slow progression of insanity was entertaining. I will say I almost didn't recognize him. Almost. Solid singing too. Alan Tudyk as Valentino was a good funny sidekick slash mascot animal character. Good tone, exactly how I imagine a goat. Angelique Cabral got the good tones, is a queen, if you will, was a little weak when betraying Magnifico by revealing Ash's location, felt off to me. There were a lot of other characters in this film, there were a few that didn't speak but made reoccurring appearances, there was also Ash's mother and grandfather who are around for maybe a total of five minutes in the film, spread out, and Ash's friend group of six for a total of seven, each friend had some sort of quirk to them, but were ultimately not quite fleshed out. Out, 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 out. The voice acting from them was fine. Messages in this film. I would say there is one dominant message. 
and that is to follow your wish, or follow your dream, whatever your wish may be. Whether it is to go travelling or performing and giving smiles to people, you need to be the one who puts in the time and effort. A lot of people willingly just gave their wishes away because they thought they couldn't achieve it without literal magic. Unfortunately, that can be the case. You can rely on someone else as long as you yourself are still trying. Don't literally give your wish to someone else. It might not work out at first, but you have to keep trying. Now may not be the time, but it never will be if you don't keep going. Go after your wish. When you reach it, I'm sure it will feel amazing. Unless you're the type to keep wanting more. I don't condone wishes that involve hurting someone else. A wish like that is not worth supporting. Unless the person you are hurting is corrupt or a bully. In which case, go for your wish. Another obvious message in this film that is also a trope is that power corrupts. Magnifico had power, and when that power was threatened, he sought dark magic and even greater power, which made him crazier, actually trying to destroy people and their wishes, and made him an even more egomaniacal tyrant. If you get power, whether it be from wealth, status, or having the cooler toy, make sure you keep yourself in check. Humble even, as long as you're not hurting someone. Power can corrupt and destroy a person. Master the power and put it to good use. There are people out there with power that are making a good difference. It is unfortunate that the opposite is more prominent. The story. The whole time I thought it was a little weird. And perhaps not fleshed out. Why did Magnifico reveal the wishes so quickly? So easily. Do Asha's friends have more than a base personality? Why did a wish make some people depressed? Others complacent, and some were just completely normal, but unaware, it seemed. Dancing and speaking animals and plant life? I don't think Magnifico is a good villain, until he starts messing with dark magic. Those are some thoughts, anyway. Now for the reviews. Our critics are saying that Wish is a 4 to 5 out of 10 kind of film with critics saying when you remind audiences of classic movies they grew up with, even as an easter egg, it takes away from what's being played in front of them. You'd rather watch the reference. And that's the biggest problem. The film has no identity of its own. A lukewarm homage that lacks Disney's visual and narrative inventiveness. Filled with catchy songs and featuring a classic Disney storyline. Wish is a whole heaping of heart that's completely... Wish is shattered by a dreamless plot and hopelessly shallow character development. Oof, is all I have to say. Audiences are giving this film around 7 to 8 out of 10. Audiences are saying... Great movie with great songs, unfortunately a little scary for our seven-year-old. 
I liked the singing and the animation. The story was a little weak and predictable, but overall it was a good for the younger age group. The star was adorable. Great story. Not a very clean origin for Wish Upon a Star. It is not often, but I think I am on the critic's side. The score was nice, the songs could be better, the animation was fine, the characters could be more fleshed out, there is hit or miss imagery. I had to reach a bit for this review because of this movie. Maybe you'll see where. It was a 5 out of 10 movie. A movie quote for today. From one domesticated animal to another, help us. Thank you, Belgrave Cinema. If you feel like enjoying a movie, why don't you pop down? 145 Dumeric Street. Students get cheaper tickets. If you love movies, there's a Belgrave Plus membership that you can get to have cheaper tickets for a year. I'll see you all again next week. This was Screen Time on Tune 106.9, going to the credits.